Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. In conclusion, if you are new, hello, my name is Maggie. If you are not new, welcome back. This, I'm pretty proud, is the second episode already of 2022. I don't know when she's going to be published, but you know, she's being recorded and that's good enough. So, today we're going to be talking about the new year. This is probably not going to be published until midway through January or the end of January, but I kind of have come to the realization that New Year's Eve, I used to think, not used to think it was a big deal, obviously, but like I used to kind of put some weight around it, if you will, because I really wanted or I really liked the idea of like, oh my gosh, New Year, I'm going to rebrand, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but it literally doesn't matter when you start your rebranding or your goal process, as long as you're making the goals, then who cares? Start it whenever you want. You don't have to wait for the Monday. You don't have to wait for the next month. You don't have to wait for the next year. I already failed on some of my resolutions, which I'm going to share with you today, but I'm not going to just like give up on them for the rest of the year. I'll just start on it again the next hour or whatever. I'll just restart. It's not that deep. You don't have to wait for the next quote-unquote new beginning. You can do it whenever you want. And the main focus of today is going to be the new year's goals. But we're also going to be talking about the summer bucket list. That's right, the summer bucket list. Because I have a love-hate relationship with that summer bucket list, and you'll find out why. If you've been with the podcast for a little bit, for a while, since the beginning of summer, you already know what I'm talking about. Or if you don't remember, go listen to her. Just take a quick refresher. And if you're new, you just might want to go listen to that. Or basically, okay, never mind. I'll just go tell you. Actually, listen to it, but I'll do a little recap too. So basically, I made this bucket list at the beginning of the summer of things I wanted to do. And it was quite a lengthy list. Like, I had some big aspirations for the summer of 2021. And this summer, this past summer, honestly, it was a really good summer. I had a lot of fun and I did lots of things, but to be quite honest, I literally finished maybe, I don't know, maybe five of the goals I had on that bucket list. And the ones that I did, they weren't, they weren't like the big ones. Like, for example, I'm pretty sure I said I I was gonna go kayaking, and I was gonna go boating. Yeah, girl, that didn't happen. Neither of those things happened. And today we're gonna talk about why that's okay, and why I'm not going to be making those bucket lists in the future. But before we do that, we're gonna be talking about the 2022 goals. New year, new goals, whatever. So, goal number one. I will be reading one book a month. I already kind of started this in December because I read one book in December and I started a new book in January. Right now, I'm reading Little Women. I'm like maybe 30 pages in and she is a lengthy book. So, I really got to get cracking on that. We will see. We will see where she goes. But that is my first goal because I literally love reading. If you remember over the summer, I would make so many podcasts about why reading is important and like my reading lists, the books that I was reading, 
and all that kind of stuff. And whenever I got to college, I kind of fell out of it just because I had homework and other stuff that I needed to be doing and reading just kind of got put on the back burner. Next, I need to be doing something social at least once a week because in the fall, I was so bad about making plans with people to go do stuff and I really didn't do anything that social. Like, I would just hang out with my roommate and we would just not really go out and do stuff. We would pretty much just stay in the dorm and hang out. And so, I'm pushing myself to do one social thing every week, which I really hope that's not too hard. It shouldn't be that hard, honestly. Like, come on. It's not that hard. I can do it. So, that's another goal of mine. And next, I was so good about the next thing I'm going to say for so long and then it just fell off the deep end. And that is drinking a 32 ounce, my water bottle that I have right now is 32 ounces, and I would drink at least one, if not two, full water bottles of that a day. And now I just have not been doing it for so long. So I'm starting that again. And so far I've been doing pretty good with it. I haven't been hitting the mark every single day, but whatever, it's fine. Another one that I have, I'm excited about this one, kind of, is that I'm going to celebrate at least one thing every day, or I'm going to take time to notice one good thing every single day. Because even on bad days that happen, like, there's probably one good thing that came out of the day. Like, you woke up. You can celebrate that if you really need to. And honestly, so far, I've been really good about this one because every single day, like, uh, before I go to bed or whatever, I'll say to myself, okay, what's one good thing that happened today? And I'll take notice of it and appreciate it. Because if you start noticing even just one thing, you're more likely to notice more and more small little things and you're better able to, like, be grateful for them and the fact that those good things are happening to you. So next, something that I really want to do in the new year every month or twice a month I wrote down is do something spontaneous or out of my comfort zone twice a month because I naturally am not a risk taker and I worry about literally everything but I feel like by doing something spontaneous or out of my comfort zone a few times a month I feel like that'll kind of help me learn to take more risks and kind of just go with the flow more because honestly I've gotten better about that like through the past couple months and over the summer I was pretty good about it but sometimes I can feel myself getting a little too controlling and I don't know because I can really be a control freak sometimes and I feel like doing something spontaneous and kind of just not staying in the little bubble that I'm normally in I feel like that'll help. And the next thing that I really want to do, I think this is the last, like, major goal of mine, is to not expect things to be subpar and keep expectations high for myself and for my life. Because more often than not, I have such high expectations in my head of, like, a specific event or a specific thing happening to me, and... A lot of the times, those expectations aren't met, which is really disappointing, obviously. Like, when your expectations aren't met, then you're disappointed. I don't know. And so naturally, at least for me, over 
time, my expectations for things have, like, gone down, and I don't expect them to work out as I've planned or whatever, but I really want to stop that attitude because when you expect good things to happen to you, then you're more likely to take the proper actions to make those good things happen and meet the expectations that you have for yourself or for whatever is happening in your head. And I think a big part of this is placing more of those expectations on yourself and having those goals for yourself rather than placing expectations on other people. I think way too often we find ourselves relying on other people to make us happy or make us successful or whatever your prerogative is, whatever that may be. But just being realistic here, in the long run, other people's actions are not going to get you where you want to go. So you have to put those expectations and those goals on yourself. So in conclusion, DIY it. Do it yourself. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, you need to do it with yourself in mind and having those expectations that you have set, you need to have them based in something that you can do, not other people. Those are really my main goals for the year thus far. Maybe I'll make more later because like I said, you can start the goals anytime. It doesn't have to be on the new or in the new year. Anywho, I want it to be noted that with the exception of reading one book a month and the 32 ounces of water thing, most of my goals are pretty broad. Like, yes, I said I'm going to do one social thing a week and I'm going to do two things a month that are spontaneous or whatever. They're very open because those can be a lot of different things. Like, not one specific thing has to happen in order for those goals to be met. And this brings me into my next point of the summer bucket list because I had some very specific things on that list that obviously were not going to happen. And before I go any further with this, I'm not saying that it's bad to have specific goals for yourself. Like if you say you want to lose 15 pounds, then go for it. Just that's an attainable goal. Some of the things I was saying on that list were just like, they were not knowing myself, they were not going to happen. Like all of the things that I was saying, I didn't take the proper action and I knew I wasn't going to take the proper action to make those happen. Maybe in the future, I can make all those things happen for myself, but given the place where I was in my life and the resources I had at my disposal, they just, it was not feasible for me to make such specific goals for myself such as those. And honestly, whenever I looked back at that list at the end of the summer and I only had like a few things checked off, I was so disappointed in myself. I was like, are you serious? I only did these things. And looking at it, I was like, wow, this summer I literally did nothing. But looking back on it from like a more open perspective, I want to say, or a looking back on the whole summer as a whole, I did a lot of stuff and I had a really good summer. And just because I didn't meet the expectations or the goals I had on that one list, I'm not going to define my whole three months based on that list and what I did and didn't complete. And another thing that I was so focused on, especially during the summer, was being productive as I could at all times. And looking back on that, that was like kind of a unrealistic expectation for myself. And it made me feel like 
not good about myself, essentially. Because on the days that I was, quote-unquote, really productive, I felt great about myself. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm on the ball, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But the days that I would do, like, one or two less things... I felt so bad about myself. I was like, why Why didn't you do that much today? Why didn't you go here? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you clean the whole house? Why didn't you go run all the errands? And like looking back on that and where I am now, it's okay. You don't have to do all that in one day. You don't have to be ultra productive every single day. Sometimes you just need a break. And I didn't realize that over the summer. But anyway, I feel like going back to the list, the bucket list, I feel like it would have been a lot more productive and beneficial for me to kind of have goals at a broader scale, not specific things that I wanted to do. And for some people, like I said earlier, if you want to have those specific goals, go for it. But I know for me, it kind of didn't work because yes, I had these things written down or typed out on a list, but that doesn't mean that they're for sure going to happen or for sure that I'm going to take the actions that I need to make it happen. I think it would have been a lot more beneficial to me to say, okay, I'm going to do one activity or one thing a week that is not in my routine. Like, I could have gone kayaking. I could have gone, I don't even remember what was on the list, to be honest, because I deleted it. Um, I wanted to go, like, blueberry picking so bad. I wanted to do that so bad. Oh, my gosh. Or, like, you get the picture. If I would have said, okay, I'm going to do one thing out of my routine a week, I feel like that would have been a lot better because it left it kind of more open and more flexible because I literally had, I don't even remember how many things were on that list. It was probably close to, like, 20 or 30 things. That would be, like, a thing to do at least, like, three times a week almost. And that's, like, without other commitments that I already had. Like, looking back on that, that was ridiculous. I, why did I think I was going to have this action-packed summer? That was kind of not realistic for me whatsoever. And honestly, like, who knows? Someday, maybe that will be realistic for me to do, like, a fun thing, fun thing in quotes, every single day during the summer months. But, like, it's okay to not be doing something at all times. And just to be perfectly realistic with you guys... Am I going to make another bucket list for this upcoming summer? Yeah, I am. And you know what? It's probably going to be just as ridiculous as the last one. But at least now I have it in my head that like, okay, it's all right if these things don't all happen. I remember in like ninth and 10th grade, I used to make bucket lists for like every season And the things that I would put on these lists, like, I wish I didn't delete them, honestly, because, like, they were so iconic. The things that I would put on these lists, they just would never happen, ever. Like, seriously. Like, if a typical season is four months and I had upwards of 20 to 30 things on these lists, where was the time that I was doing them? Where was, like, more importantly, where's the logic? Why did I think that was, I don't know. I mean, it's good to set goals for yourself, obviously. I've done so many episodes about why it's good to set goals for yourself. And even unrealistic goals, I think, can be beneficial to an extent because literally, even if it's quote-unquote unrealistic or just unrealistic to some people, literally, who cares? Just go do it because that's also another thing I'm working on right now is setting goals for myself that I know people might think are stupid, but 
you can make them happen. You can literally make anything you want happen if you take the right actions for it. But anyway, I really don't know where I thought I had all this extra time to go do these things that I had on these bucket lists or why I thought it was completely feasible for me to do some of these things. Like, one example that I remember now was, I think I was maybe in, like, ninth grade whenever I said, okay, this winter I'm going to read one book a week. And for some people, yes, like, that is definitely a feasible goal that they could have for themselves. Or it could be, like, a somewhat challenging goal for someone. But literally, like, who did I think I was? Seriously? Like, one book a week? Maybe if that book was, like, I don't know, 50 pages or something. So, obviously, that did not happen for me because I did not have the time to be doing that. And I don't remember specifically, like, the time that this happened, but I know, I know I was disappointed in myself when I didn't check it off my little list. So, that's kind of my little rant about the summer bucket list. That's my beef with the summer bucket list. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, am I going to make another one? Obviously, that's my thing to do is make lists. I love making lists. If I get nothing else out of the bucket list other than simply making the list, at this point, that's enough for me and I can live with that. Now, I feel like that was kind of a more pessimistic topic for today's episode because normally I am the type of person to say, oh my gosh, productivity, productivity, do this, do that. But today I kind of said, like, all right, it's all right. Take your little break. It's okay if you don't complete all your goals. Set realistic goals for yourself at first. But I want to just throw it out there that even if you come up with these lists and set these goals for yourself, just because you don't complete them, that doesn't mean you're a failure. And that doesn't mean that you are incapable of doing them in the future or incapable of doing things similar to them in the future. And most importantly, if you have a goal that is deemed, I don't know, unrealistic by society or by your family or by your friends, or even if it's unrealistic to you in your head, you can do it. Like literally anything that you want to do, there is a plan of action that you can take that'll get you to that point. You just have to be committed enough and open-minded enough to do it. You just have to literally do it. Like even the podcast, I was so scared to start it. And for a while in my head, it was an unrealistic goal to have a podcast and have people listen to it and all that stuff. Because not really anyone in my area or that I had personally known had done something like that before. And even when I told some of the people in my life that I was thinking about it or that I really wanted to, they were like, oh, okay, yeah. And then I knew that, like, they weren't actually thinking I was going to do it. And then I just did it. You literally just have to do it. It was so scary. I think I talked about this a lot in my first few episodes when I was just starting out. But I honestly am probably one of the last people that people would expect to start a podcast, let alone myself. I never would have expected myself to have enough confidence to start it because not only was I like scared of what people were gonna say and what people were gonna think which I've kind of learned to get over that but I was honestly really scared of it going nowhere like having zero listeners having zero success with it and that just hasn't been the case obviously because if you tried something and you take the right actions like I said before you're gonna get closer to your goals and to be perfectly honest like am I exactly where I want to be with the podcast 
no. Like, I expected to literally be famous by now, to be honest. Just kidding. Not famous, but I expected to have more listeners and be a little bit more successful with it. But that's literally because I have not taken the right actions with it. I stopped podcasting for so long and I'm just getting back into it. And I still don't know if I'm going to be able to do it consistently enough to make it a real thing that can develop and grow over time. And it would literally be so easy for me to just sit here and say, oh, it's not doing as well as I wanted it to because people just aren't listening to it or people just aren't doing this. No, I need to stop setting expectations on other people and set the expectations on myself. It's not doing as well as I want it to because I'm not posting consistently and I'm not taking the right actions. And obviously, I don't know all of the right actions I need to take for it to grow, but I do know that I need to be posting more consistently. I do know that I need to promote it better if I want it to grow. The bottom line is essentially this. There are plenty of people out there to listen to this podcast or watch your YouTube video or listen to your music. I don't know what your prerogative is. You just have to, one, be confident enough to put yourself out there and put your episodes or your videos or your whatever you're making out there. And it's just a matter of time. If you're doing it consistently and you're passionate about it and you're taking the right steps towards building it, it's just a matter of time before people find it and it you get it to where you want it to be. I think that's about all I have to say for today. So, main takeaways, I guess, in conclusion, you don't have to wait for the new year just to start a new goal or something like that. You don't need to set your expectations on other people. Set them on yourself because you can make the actions happen that get you to the places where you want to go. And finally, in conclusion, you can literally do anything you want and your goals no matter how unrealistic society or your friends or your family tell you they are, you can make them happen. So thank you guys so, so much for listening to this episode and make sure you guys know the drill to follow the podcast on Instagram at inconclusion.pc for updates and that kind of stuff. And make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a little review because I want to see what you guys have to say about it so I know what to make better or I know what to keep doing. So in conclusion, thank you and I'll see you next time.